I'm strapped up. Nothing. What was that about? Let's make the fight happen. We strapped the fuck up. I'm your boy Cam. I'm your boy Flows. And just before we kick off the episode, my usual housekeeping message, guys, please make sure you head over to our Instagram, that's Trap Season Pod, or our Twitter, Trap Season Podcast, and hit the link in the bio. And that link will take you to all of our links in terms of where we're situated at streaming wise, whether that's YouTube if you prefer visuals or if you like audio on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all the major streaming platforms really were there. So make sure you head over to that link. And give us a like, subscribe, all that good stuff. But yeah, man, how you been, bro? Another week. You're on mute, by the way, bro. <laughs> yeah, it's hot as hell, man. I, was say, I, hope, I, hope, I hope you're keeping cool, dog, because fam, this... Well, the water's on deck. This heat is crazy, man. This heat is, for England anyway, this heat is nuts. Yeah, um, yeah the weather's hotting up. And we said last week, you know, the, the boxing action's soon to be hotting up. Obviously, we've got some good fights coming up uh, in July, August, September. Um, let's go straight into the breakdowns. Uh, two fights from the weekend that I wanted to get into. Um, first card was home card. So Chizora versus Pulev 2. Uh, I think it's only right we start with that one, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, cool. <laughs> um this, this actually was, yeah. I, I'm thinking, where can I start this? Because <laughs> no, no, last week, you know how we said there's a nothing fight and yeah. it's a fight that doesn't really like shift the needle in the heavyweight division, etc. But we did say it'll be an exciting scrap, scrap regardless because Chizora is in, is in exciting fights, especially given the form that he's in. And to be fair to both fighters, it was quite an entertaining scrap. Let's be real. You know, there were moments I really enjoyed myself watching that. Um, both fighters came to fight. Um, and I think I predicted that, you know, we might finally see Chizora get his just desserts, right? Get his due. He's been on the back end of some tough, close decisions recently. Some people say, you know, he's been robbed a couple of times. I wholeheartedly disagree. But I do agree that he has been in some close fights and he's given a good account of himself. I think, you know, I think this finally this would be the one where he gets. Um, and watching this fight, it played out, I think, exactly how I expected the play out flows. <laughs> very, very predictable, this one, I think, in terms of how it's going to play out. Getting straight into it. Well, first of all, what, what do you make of... Talking about the preamble, yeah, flows. I know you like to talk about the preamble a lot. <laughs> yeah. The whole the antics that Chisora was playing with, you know, you know, try to... Did you not see the way in where these ones were grabbing each other's shirts and that like tough? Yeah. It's embarrassing, bro. <laughs> Mad embarrassing because I know they were trying to force the bad blood because I don't think there is really is bad blood between both of these two. I think Chizora no. was just being his usual Chizora self and just being a madman. And Pulev was happy to rise to it, really. But I didn't really take any note of the little antics before the fight. I don't know if you did. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't like it's a rematch, but there was never mm. been bad blood there. Ever. I guess I even think Chizora is quite tame because I think yeah. he knows Pulev's a madman himself. Facts. <laughs> Pulev's willing to go wherever. <laughs> so 
Now, what you, when you mentioned Pulev being the man, man, I just remember the AJ fight. The, the, what what Pulev was doing that AJ fight was throwing me off so much. Absolute nutter. It pieced up and laughing. <laughs> I was laughing in the middle of the ring. After the, yeah, so Pulev's a bad man, and he's probably yeah. more unpredictable than Chizora. Yeah, facts. So I think now from the time when he took Chizora's hat, <laughs> yeah, I was like, Chizora's not letting anyone else do that to him. He's not, but because Pulev's got the the man man thing on lock as well, yeah, he knows that all right, there's still a fight to be had, so I can't be mm. too nuts. Yeah. Um. So yeah, the preamble was what it was. There's two guys who are known to be a bit unhinged. Mm. So I expected a bit of tussling, a bit of a pre-show, but realistically, I know there's no real beef there, yeah. and I know things aren't going to go off the wells like a white Chizora or yeah. Chizora doing something nuts like what he's done in the past against or what he's done, you know, the hey, yeah, or David, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's some nuts things. I knew you wouldn't move too nuts with Pulev because yeah, <laughs> basically yeah, and then it Flores, didn't sell the fight for me. I'll tell you what, as I say, basically what you're saying for is everyone's a madman until a madder man steps into the room. <laughs> basically, trust me. Trust me. <laughs> uh, yeah, so yeah, I like I was saying, it didn't sell the fight for me. It yeah. didn't make it seem oh yeah, I'm, I'm buzzing for this one now. Yeah, I was like, these are two madmen. They're gonna do what madmen do. <laughs> yeah, facts. Um. Now, we said that, obviously, we've seen, I guess, this shift, I guess, in terms of, let's, let's, let's call it a bit of an Indian summer, a bit of a career renaissance for Chizora in the sense that he's been coming to fights in shape, on it. Because, obviously, you know, you, what we said before, you never really get which, we never know which Del Boy is going to turn up. It, 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 you know, sometimes he's on it and he, he gives you a good fight. Other times, he's dire to watch because you can tell he just hasn't, just, he hasn't given a damn. But um, we will think we're both fully confident that this is going to be Chisora that's going to be up for this. He wants to avenge the loss, especially going off what he's been doing recently as well in the ring. He's, you know, he's someone that's been coming in motivated and in shape. So I think both of us predicted that Chisora will predictably start like a train. And this would be a, a two different styles in the sense that Chisora is going to look to be on the inside as a smaller guy in that sense, smaller dimensions. His best bet is to be on the inside, try and rough Pulev off and rough rough Pulev up. Whereas Pulev will look to stay on the outside, use his range, use his superior boxing skills to box Chizora from range, which is what he did last time in their first fight. And he stopped him in doing that, doing so. And yeah, predictably, first round floors, Chizora has come out like an animal. <laughs> immediately on Pulev's chest, immediately, immediately bang into the body. And then every time I was clinching, Chisora was roughing him up, <laughs> hitting him behind the back of the head, hitting him to the body, et cetera, et cetera. Like, he, like, we knew it was coming. We knew that's what Chisora was going to do. He's going to start fast, high, high work, great high energy. I was saying to, I was saying to myself, Flores, this is going to last four rounds. <laughs> In terms of this work rate yeah. energy from Chisora is lasting four rounds tops, I promise you. <laughs> but... I was liking what I was seeing. I think that was the correct game plan. Um, and yeah, for about two rounds, it worked nicely. But you could see from round three, Pulev was then starting to come into it in terms of the, the work rate from Chizora was slightly diminishing a little bit. He was getting tired. And Pulev was then starting to have success on the outside with his jab, piecing Chizora up, um, such a superior footwork and superior boxing ability, etc. Um, 
And yeah, that was when Pude was going to come into it. Um, from those first couple rounds, I think you shared the same sentiments, right? For those, I don't even speak to you. you. Can obviously, I know, yeah, you can. You probably had the same thing going as well in terms of you thought Chisora started well, did what you had to do, but it was always sort of that air of inevitability, right? Yeah, um, yeah, I expected him to come out, try and work the body, slow him down, get in on the inside and whatnot. And we've said it before, you, you, we've just mentioned it in the last episode, we know what Chisora is going to do. Like, we talk about his engine, but he manages his engine really well. Um, because for the second round, he was already looking, <laughs> he was already looking tired. <laughs> when you, I'll never, when you, when you, I think it's like fifth round or whatever, and you've messaged me saying, yep, time for Chisora to start managing that tank. <laughs> I was busting up because we do exactly what you meant. So when he started, like, the work rate dropped. So that intensity they had in the early on, the way he started fast in the round, dropped, boom, boom, boom. And we see him start to go to the corner or start to load in the final minute <laughs> and then have, have all the success in the final minute of the round. You know what, Chizora's, what time she's always on. Yeah. Going to the corner. And he's very good at being in the corner. And, and not getting hit. The, Clearly. And negating, negating the, the opponent's offence. Very yeah. good at it. You can yeah. wait, you wait, because he's not hurt. <laughs> yeah. And you, typically when you're caught in the corner is because you're under a barrage, but he's waiting for you to come. Like, yeah. I'm ready. He's actually, he's actually quite handy and very well. Like, yeah, this speaks to experience, right? When it comes to slipping shots, Chisora is very, very canny at doing it. Bobbing and weaving and sort of, you know, slipping shots like that. He, he can, He's able to negate so much damage from that. And obviously, if you get close to him, he'll just tie you up as well. So he knows what he, you know, he's a crafty, crafty veteran. He knows what he's doing in there. He's live for 12 rounds. I always say, as long as he's as long as he's there in front of you standing, yeah, whether you hurt him, whether you wobble him, he's live. Yeah, he's always a live threat. So yeah, he's he's he's, he's a, dare I say he's a master <laughs> <laughs> because we know what he's gonna do. And mm. so it's no surprise, it's no surprise, but still he does it and he has success doing it. Mm. And dare I say, you know, I've said it before, I think, Chizora just, he tricky on, man. Chizora, he tricks people because when he's on his conserve energy tip, it literally is, for two minutes of the round, this guy will be outworked, he'll be chilling on the ropes, doing nothing. And it's either when he gets hit with a big shot and people think he's hurt, or it's literally the last minute or 30 seconds of the round, explodes into action. And him winning that last 30 seconds or the last minute usually has people thinking, yeah, what heart? She's all around getting gas, blah, That's how That's how they get tricked by Derek. But what about, what about the other two minutes here when he's been thoroughly outworked and pieced up? <laughs> They'll forget that because of that last minute explosion that he does. He's so good at it and it gets people. Um, yeah. I, I always say, I always say, um, when I judge fights, I break the rounds by each minute. Yeah. So I'll be like, this person gets the first minute, this person gets the second minute, this person mm. gets the third minute. So you don't forget what happened at the start of the round, what happened in the middle of the round. So yeah. I'm always looking at the clock. That's if yeah. I'm... This one I can't... Let's say I was actively scoring. Scoring, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> I wasn't even actively scoring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I I, I, I was... I, we'll get into the scoring anyway. But I was... <laughs> but typically if I'm like, this is a fight where I know it's going to be a chess piece or whatever, I yeah. would sit and score it heavily. Whereas usually like heavyweight fights or winter zoos involved, I'm just expecting a scrap really. Yeah. Um, just so because I know what Chizora is going to do at the end of the round, who have his struggles. A lot of fighters try and do that. 
We've always mm. got to look at the first what happened at the start of the round, middle, and the end of the round, not just look at portions. Yeah. So, yeah, like you say, people get tricked because they, they, they see the live moments and be like, yeah, that's his round because of a live moment. Yeah. But yeah, you've you got to look at the whole round in its entirety. Yeah, absolutely. And that's, uh, and that's the thing, boxing scored by rounds. So, yeah. <laughs> but by moments. Yeah, no, fully agree. And um, this fight, it was it was a close fight to me um, because obviously we mentioned Chisora had a lot of success to his body, to Pula's body. And I actually think that Chisora's body work was superb um, throughout in the sense that he kept it up. Pula was a tough, tough man because the body shots that he shipped throughout the night, I'm there thinking it's going to pay dividends, surely. But I guess it's testament to the condition of him Given that he's 41 or so, his condition is superb because Chisora banged that body all night and it didn't look to slow Pulev down too much. But I was happy with Pulev, I mean, Chisora continuing that body work. And he never left it, really. He stayed going to the body, which was good. Um, it's very easy for heavyweights, as we know, to headhunt. Very, very easy. Um, as you mentioned, Pulev did come back into it, partly because obviously Chisora, his energy reserves have never really been the best. But also, Pulev was doing his own good work as well from the outside. We know he's a much superior boxer to Chisora. So him using his jab and catching Chisora coming in was always going to be quite easy for him. And he was doing that. He was, for Ch obviously, Chisora is having to come in close to fight from a close quarters sort of fight. And each time he was coming in, Pulev was just piecing up with his jab or with combinations and timing Chisora. And Chisora's footwork isn't the best to sort of get out of range in that sense. He can only sort of bob and weave. Um, so, yeah, I actually liked what Pulev was doing as well. Uh, what I didn't like was, <laughs> sort of to come onto it, was the commentary. Let's talk about the commentary, Flores, because if we watched this fight, yeah, just based on the commentary that we heard on that night, we, we would have been mistaken for thinking, yeah, it was a 12-round Chisora shout-out. <laughs> no, legit, well. legit, legit. If 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 we held you know held any credence to the commentary that we you know received on that night, twelve oaks or right, easy work. If you watch that's how bad shots, and you just hear the commentary, I shot commentary. Trust walking apart for Chisora. That's what you think it was crazy, and it came from one specific from one one particular person as well, who you was you know one of my favorite boxers at the time. Um, Boy, <laughs> I don't know. Ever since I ever since I barely used second loss, it's been a bit peak for him. I can't lie, but but yeah, man, Mister David Hay on the commentary, it was a poor job. Let's 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 not be around the bush for flows. It was a poor job commentary wise from from David Hay, and to be the, most of the rest of the zone team. To be fair, yeah. um, one or two maybe I think were, 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 were a bit fair, but the biases in the commentary was insane. And at one point, David Hay had Chisora eight rounds up. Look, do you know how mad that is? Eight rounds up. Ah, uh, my goodness. I think Mike Castillo was the only one at least commentating on Pulev's work at yeah. a place where he could do yeah. something. But these men will be standing there watching Pulev piece up Chisora and I just said word. <laughs> we'll be praising Chisora's previous work, was we'll talking about Chisora's body work. I was like, you lot are moving nuts. Yeah. I was just watching, I was watching the thing, what's going on here? I need fair play to Tony Belly because he was, yeah, 
yeah. his his scorecard seemed to be he was fair. balanced. Yeah, it seemed balanced. Uh, so I was like, I expect bad bias for Tony Belly because him and Chizou have been boys for years. Yeah, but the way he was talking on that commentary box. They should have shut off his mic. I can't lie. Yeah, no. <laughs> and to be, to be fair, the, the rest of the timeline clocked as well. It wasn't just yeah. us that picked up on it. Hella <laughs> people, hella people, the time because I, I searched Hayes' name, but the first one will say, "Oh, why is Hay commentating this? This commentary from Hay is shocking." Blah 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 blah. So I'm glad I, that I, I don't hear him commentate again. I can't lie. No, nah, it was because it wasn't just the bias. It was the actual analysis that was shocking. <laughs> he, he was making up his own rules as to how boxing was scored. I couldn't believe what I was hearing. Oh, man. This guy was... What was he was, well, we were talking about how, like, oh, yeah, is it the, the body work? Something about our headshots and body work being scored. I can't, I can't Yeah, he said, oh, yeah. Box, he said the body shots should be scored the same as headshots. Yes, yes, yes. To me personally, well, there's no rules on judging. There say, isn't that's, no yeah, that's, that's, that's an unwritten rules in it, so, yeah. But the head's harder to hit than the body, so how can it be scored the same? Like... Mm. Off, off, off rip is what I'll say. Yeah. He was also justifying rabbit punching, blaming Pulev for Shazora rabbit punching him. Yeah. He said, ah, oh, what's he meant to do? Where else is he meant to punch? <laughs> it doesn't matter. You're not allowed to rabbit punch. You can't punch the back of the head and yeah. say, oh, where else, where else is he meant to punch? And try yeah. to justify that. Then he'd suggest that, ah, oh, the ref is giving, has given Pulev too many warnings now. Yeah, even though Chisora had, had the same, yeah, 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 yeah. Even at the time, Chisora had more warnings at the time. So, <laughs> yeah. Chisora was getting warnings. There was a period where Chisora got like two warnings in a row, yeah, about punching, yeah. And then they didn't say a word. Then Chizora, then Prelev got warnings, and I was like, huh, that's another one. Next one is a point, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Next no, one the, said, oh, he's had too many warnings now. The commentary was crazy, the commentary for this one was, was nuts, and um. Yeah, I, I I don't want to see certain men in the commentary box again because, yeah, they they were moving like fanboys, fanboys, um, and like I said, yeah, I think at one point I actually had, I think obviously they've read out their comments, their sort of scorecards or whatever, and I was like, mm, me, I've actually got pulled over head right now. I actually think Pulev is winning this fight, but it was super close. I think headed into like the last two rounds, I think that might have swung it for Chizora in my book. Or maybe a draw, but it was a super close fight heading into the scorecards. So I wasn't personally too mad at the result. So it's ended up being this SD in favor of Chizora. I wasn't mad at that because to me, it was a mad close fight. It could have actually been a draw, to be honest. Um, yeah, very close fight, very competitive. Chizora, he did get his second wind a little bit towards the end, obviously, which is what he usually tends to do. He got his second wind and was able to sort of come back on Pulev and I think the last round he definitely won the 12th round which was a really important round I think for I guess a lot of people including the judges um, and he was able to win that last round convincingly I don't, I don't know what happened to Pulev in that last round it's like he he kind of like shot off <laughs> but yeah um, really close fight they both hurt each other a couple times actually but there wasn't any like knockdowns or anything but just a really close competitive old school kind of slugfest Um and yeah, happy for Chizura because I guess you could say he's been due one, especially coming off the back of these last tough results. Um, and hometown fighter, he was always going to get it. The crowd was into it. They're always going to give it to him as a if close decision, hometown fighter. But yeah, it's for me, the annoyance of a night was the commentating. That's that's the main takeaway I had. Like, I just couldn't believe how they were brazenly 
ignoring Pulev's good work. And Pulev did some nice stuff in there. Really good stuff. Yeah. So yeah, um, that 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 was my takeaway. I just didn't like the commentary. Yeah, I went I went mad at the score score. Well, I was not scorecards. I went mad at the results. Let's yeah. put it that way. Um, because it was a close fight, split decision. Yeah, I would have. Yeah. I gave it to Pulev. Yeah, I gave it to Pulev. Uh, but yeah, close. I would have a draw. I think would have been a fair result. Yeah. Uh, but like we say, I was watching the fight. and I was like, yeah, they're going to give this to Chisora. It's too close. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To. Every time Chizora does that, the crowd went wild. <laughs> even though it will be an exchange where he maybe eat two or three and yeah. then land a big shot. Um, it's funny that they didn't really show the punch stats because I know Pulev landed it. <laughs> I, I know that for a fact. I caught. I caught. <laughs> they, they always show the punch. Like, I caught. They didn't do it this time, though. I caught. The only, the only punch stats they showed was body shots. That's the yeah. only one they. Sh- and that's what. Um, but, but that's slick, man. Yeah. Like, there's only that shows no punch stats, and I know for a fact. Um, um, Pulev about landing him because he might have even doubled I, his work rate you know <laughs> no I, because Pulev was free through a lot of punches yeah and like you said, we, like he, I said Chizora does that thing where he does it he would chill for like two minutes before he starts throwing yeah granted he was probably missing a lot and a lot of, the thing is with Pulev his power is an authoritative kind of thing he went mm. his jab isn't pistol like his jab was it wasn't there. yes yeah. his right hand doesn't isn't a, 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 a bomb or such yeah yeah, but it's just effective punching kind of. Well, but yeah, it's scoring shots really. So his jab was working, even though it was a bit. It's not. It's not. It wasn't an authoritative jab, I'd say. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't. And he was, trying, he was trying to find other cards. He was trying to find shots, scoring shots really. That's what I was saying. It's not shots that were gonna hurt or wobble him too much. Yeah, but he was doing that all night. Um, Quite so well, actually. Had, yeah, yeah. He was. He was finding. He was finding moments and. Trying to find his timing and rhythm in there, but um, credit to Chizori, he was making him miss a lot of those shots yeah, and yeah. trying to work his way in and throwing the over right, over right hand, which was landing more often than Pulev should have liked because it was the same shot. I, I think I said that I, I felt like Chizori actually he could have actually gone to the overhand right a lot more. I don't think yeah. he went there enough because when he was able to land it, he was able to land it real nice and clean. Well, not even clean to be honest, because. Because Chisora is so crude. When, when you compare technique of punches yeah. to Pulev to Chisora, you see Chisora, it's a lot of forearms, it's a lot of elbow. Like, like he, he doesn't really catch you. He didn't really catch Pulev clean a lot. There was a lot of like mistimed shots where he's landing in a forearm and whatnot and just heavy shots with your, just grazing you kind of. So yeah, if he was, if he was to get his timing a bit more proper, he could have possibly done some damage, some more damage anyways to Pulev. Um, I quickly want to touch upon as well, folks, with the whole, I guess, body shot being scored, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, it's an interesting one for me because I actually do feel like body work is routinely, routinely ignored, uh, routinely, uh, I can't talk, routinely ignored. Yeah, by judges. Yeah, especially when it comes to headshot. Like, it's, I feel, I feel like it's easier for judges to score headshots, obviously, because it's they're flashy and they're usually the shots that you obviously know, stop people, etc. You know, especially, you know, headshots are knocking your head back and bobbing your head back. It's not hard to be like, okay, cool, scoring shot. And a lot of fighters who do a lot of good body work, but it doesn't seem to be counted. Um, but yeah, it's interesting, as you said, you feel like headshots should still be worth more because it's harder to hit the head, whereas the body's a much bigger target. Um, I, I do feel like we're still going to get further discourse about this in boxing in terms of the clarity, whether body shots should be scored less or more or 
should judges pay attention more to body shots? Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, I feel like it's something that's going to come up again for sure. The thing is, we have no idea how these judges are square fights. No idea. Yeah. They don't tell us afterwards. They don't say, this is what I, I liked. Or, this is what I enjoyed seeing. Um, yeah. I agree with you. Body shots definitely count. Should definitely be scored 100%. Mm. And it annoys me when they almost seem neglected, where someone's investing to the body and doing good work on the inside. Yeah. And then you see the scorecards afterwards and you're thinking, yeah. Well, what about this round where he was working him on the inside and even hurting him at times to the point? Mm-hmm. Um, I just think, obviously, it's like you don't score a jab the same as a power punch, almost you know, with a clean and effective. Sh- yeah. Um, you don't. You don't Effective score aggression. a tippy yeah, yeah. tappy jab the same as a as a piston a, a piston jab like one that's yeah. bobbing heads back. Like there yeah. should be some weight. Mm. Like that's how I see it. So um, granted, she's always body work was really good. De- definitely deserve. <laughs> oh yeah, have to be counted. Uh, um, yeah, and if he won it off that, fair enough. But um, the way he the way David Hay was putting it, it was like oh, they're the same. <laughs> Relax. <laughs> <laughs> I I will I even see body shots more as an investment, uh, money in the bank for you. Like later on in the fight, you're, it's breaking down the opponent more so than yes. trying to win yeah. on the scorecards. It's breaking down your opponent so you can yeah. get them out of there. That's how I would view it as a fighter anyway. Mm. But yeah, um, Pulev, I think what Pulev down, especially that last round, which is a crucial round. Yeah. Chizora waited for him that whole round in the corner. He had he had Chizora on the back foot that round. Yeah. And Chizora probably, Chizora probably won that round. Not yeah. even based on output, just based on landing big shots. Mm. Landing two or three big shots in that round. Yeah. Whereas Pulev was just waiting because he was too scared to engage while he was in that corner. Yeah. And he was waiting too long, waiting too long and let himself get caught with that overhand right. And I think, well, once again, the scorecards... Don't even match whether he whether he won that round yeah. or not. He still lost yeah, the fight. Yeah, so one, one was wide, one was yeah, yeah. There were there so were interesting. Don't even matter too much. So, but I feel like Pulev lost that fight himself almost. Um, he mm. let himself down. He could he could have done more. Whereas Tuzor yeah. had done what he needed to do. Pulev yeah. could have done more. Especially he had to do more. Especially being an away fire. Hearing that you're, you've landed three shots and you hear the crowd go crazy because mm. he's landed one up it <laughs> up the temple. Trust, trust, yeah. Um, um, yeah. It was good to see Chisora back with Don Charles as well. Obviously, that's a mm. obviously he's been a long time trainer. He's been, been writing for the last couple of fights, and he had a little bit of fallout and whatnot. But yeah, good to see. I guess the old team back. Um, that was nice to see. Um, so yeah, the Chisora train somehow keeps keeps grumbling on. Um, boy, obviously, yeah, he has no plans to retire. So Lord knows what's next for him. They'll find an opponent for him, but. He, he said he wants to fight everyone, pretty much. He said he's down to fight everyone. I don't know who possibly could be next for him. Um, yeah, I feel like he's sort of run out of a, a certain caliber of opponent. He might have to fight one of his young bucks. I have no idea. But yeah, we're definitely going to see Derek out there again, I'm sure. Uh, maybe next sometime next year. Or maybe before the end of the year, even. And Pulev... Boy, I don't know. He's forty-one in it, so <laughs> he still looks alright uh, to be fair, Pulev. But he's not gonna—he's not gonna challenge again. I don't think. Look, his face was marked up, Pulev, but he ate every single one of them shots and kept moving forward. They didn't even put. He didn't take a step back crazy. once. Yeah, don't take a step back once. So, yeah, respect to him for that. Um, 
and respect to Shizori as well because he's someone who still doesn't go down. Even he was hurt in that fight, he was yeah. wobbled, kept kept moving forward as well. So, yeah, who who would you like to see them in against well Shizori and well, with next? I was gonna say I don't really know about Pulev because, like I said, he's coming yeah, to. Okay. Uh, I, feel like, I feel like he's yeah, like he's coming to the twilight screen. Don't care about Shizori either. I'll be real. He's not going to challenge for titles, or whatever. Like I said, his best bet now. Or I can see them moving him to what's next is one of these. I don't know if he's a gatekeeper. He's got to be fight one of these young up and comers, isn't it? Or rematch? No, he's re- he's rematched Parker already. Um, yeah, man, someone like a Joe Joyce maybe if we want to take that risk. I don't know. Um, I don't. I Andrew Ruiz. I don't know. So, someone like that. Um, yeah, it depends on how far he wants to extend himself in terms of competition wise, but. It's tough because, like I said, he's he's sort of a nothing opponent, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, doesn't present you anything ranking-wise. Um, doesn't have any belts. He's sort of coming towards the end of his career. It's just more entertainment for the fans until he gets badly hurt, really, or badly beat up. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know if it's all right. But I'll be tuning into every fight they put him in there because he's in, a, he's, in, a, in, a, uh, he's in an exciting fight, isn't he? So... Yeah, yeah. I think he's obviously just looking for paydays now. Yeah. This fight's possible. I don't think he has too much interest in being a gatekeeper as such for up and comers. Mm. Um, he called out too much Wilder. Pride. He says he wants the Wilder fight. He gets he stay he gets, away he, from he, Wilder. He, he gets slapped. He gets slapped. Let's be real. And I'll, I'll say why because Prudent was landing that one two too frequently for my liking against him. Yep. It was just and it was a weak one two. Like I was saying, there's no power behind it. Mm. That one two is Wilder's best shot. Yeah. Now there's obviously questions about Wilder's wrists and hands now because he keeps breaking them, but he'll break his hand on that face. Trust. Trust. Yeah. Wait. Wilder struggles to beat Chizora, though. Mm. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't mm. want to see it for Chizora. Mm. Fire. Flo, there might, there might be something there cooking still. Mm-hmm. Anyways, <laughs> we'll see. Mm. By Luis Ortiz. <laughs> oh wow! Battle the old timers for real. <laughs> By Luis Ortiz. Um, let's see how that goes. Because yeah. if it, Ortiz, if you lose that one, because oh. <laughs> who dropped him twice? Who Ortiz? Oh, it wasn't. It wasn't what, 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 why did Wilder dropped him twice? What's his name? Uh, King. What's his name? I want myself like a god. Oh, um, what's his name? Charles Martin. Charles Martin, did he, yeah. didn't he drop Ortiz twice? Or my no, dream? Wait, I, I don't think. No, I don't think. <laughs> I don't think Martin did that. No, no. Did you he? done it then. You done it then. <laughs> Was it Charles Martin? <laughs> no way. Nah. Uh, wait, wait. Someone dropped him, and he was. He looks shaky. <laughs> it was Charles Martin. You know? I'll check it now. Yeah, please check. Yeah, I think it was. You know, it was this year, <laughs> wasn't it? Or this year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I remember. He, yeah. Was, he, he won, but he stopped him. But he, yeah, he stopped, stopped him at the end. But yeah, it was Charles White. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was Charles White still. Yeah, <coughs> if Charles White is dropping you, then yeah, put him in with Ortiz. I want to see that one still. Mm. Mm. Yeah, well, yeah, we'll see. That's if Ortiz is going to be walled out again. We can't remember. He's fifty, so boy, isn't he scheduled to fight um, Andy Ruiz soon? Is yeah, that being confirmed? I don't, know, is that, I don't know if that's officially been made yet, but... I don't know. Who knows for them, man? But yeah. Um, 
just quickly moving on, uh, we want to touch upon the other fight that went down on the weekend. Um, it's one that sort of went under the radar, but um, Magsire versus Ray Vargas. Um, that was actually a good fight. Very, very close fight. Ray Vargas took it by SD. Um, you know, highly listeners, yeah, if you get a chance, check that one out because um, very fast-paced fight, as you sort of expect for the lower weight classes. Um, Vargas sort of box on the outside and uses, like I guess, superior footwork um, and length and reach to stay on the outside, whereas Maxia was looking to come in and inside and hit him with big combinations, etc. So, yeah, it did make for some explosive action, some very, very explosive action, but uh, for me, the right man took it in the end. Uh, I, I just about gave it to Vargas, um, even though he did get dropped in the 10th. I think it was the 10th. I think Maxia caught him with a really good combination on the inside in the 10th which dropped him, but he was able to sort of beat the count and come back from that one. So, um, yeah, no, Vargas took Maxayo's belt. That's a new champion of the division. I think that's his second, I think that's his second title in, in a different division. So, um, yeah, Vargas is moving on up. But I I enjoyed the work from Maxayo. I do think he'll be back again. Um, he kind of has that, he's he's trained by Freddie Roach, right? So he's got a bit of Pacquiao to him in terms of how he fights. He comes forward, exciting, lets his hands go, He's definitely got that towards him. He definitely would have earned. He still, even though he lost, it w- it was a good loss. So I definitely feel like he'll be back, definitely stronger than ever, and he would be a problem again in that division. But um, yeah, Vargas, I like a lot because he's a, for me what, I, what I've seen of him. He's a Mexican fight. He can fight the traditional Mexican way in terms of come forward and you know let his hands go or whatever, or he can box in terms of stay on the back foot, use his size and reach and timing. So he's got both sort of both notches in his arrow, so that's why I think he's a good one to pay attention to going forward. But um, yeah, just nice one to touch upon that one still. The yeah. lower weight class is always fun, man. Yeah, I, I didn't catch that fight, but um, I watch it back. I, I watch yeah. the card back because I know Frank Martin was on that card as well. Yeah. So yeah. he's he's one to look out for. Yeah. I'm sure we'll, we'll have him on our list at some I point. Say, he's, he, I was gonna say he's touching the list. Um, yeah, you, yeah, you know what list I'm talking. About. He's touching that he's, list. He's, yeah. he's, he's moving. He's moving around in that division where yeah. there are other names that. So he's another. He just hasn't really fought anyone too tough just yet. But yeah, I think yeah, I've been liking the look of him. So I will definitely watch that card and catch his performance. I know he performed yeah. well as well. So yeah, watch yeah, out for so. the ghost. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, no, good weekends worth of action, and um, yeah, it's um, go. Let's 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 um, move on to next week. Right, so next week we have Ryan Garcia, Javier Fortuna, Flores, react. <laughs> this fight was meant to happen a long time ago, right? Yeah, it was. It was. Yeah, yeah. Been pushed back a couple of times. Yeah. Um, good fight. Yeah. Um, you see, I diss Ryan Garcia, but the kid, kid can you fight. You do? Yeah. The guy can fight. I will never take that for he's, he's skilled, he's talented. Um, still weaknesses in his game, but he can fight. I think he gets a lot more disrespect than he deserves. I expect him to win. I'm back. Right, he deserves, do you reckon? Yeah, but yeah, is that because he... of, in terms of his, his boxing ability or just him being a bit of a bozo? I... He deserves. No, people talk like he can't fight. That's what I'm yeah, saying. Like he, yeah, yeah, yeah. He moves, yeah, he moves like 
a goofball. That's a fact. But people talk like this guy can't fight and he can fight. Kick and box. Yeah. Kick and box. So, but he doesn't help himself with the whole goofy act. Anything he does is just corny. Um, yeah. 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 <laughs> Let's not even get into that. In terms of fight, this is a good fight. If he can come through it, it's, it's a great step. But it's almost like you've had your shot to make big fights already. So, you're still operating at a level where you should have we should have seen you take on the Devin Haney's already. That fight yeah. should have really been happened. Yeah. So um yeah, good fight for it. Well, he's, he's come he came back the last fight. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. Against, I, I um, Tago, right? Tago, it was Tago, yeah. Yeah, Emmanuel Tago. So it's a good fight. Um Fortuna can fight. There's no doubt about that. So Fortuna can fight. Um I'm not overly enamoured with the opponent, choice of opponent, I'll be honest with you, Flores. It's not a step forward, like I was saying. It's not a step forward. I, 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 can't, I, I think Ryan, C- Ryan Garcia is going to bat him up. I'll, I'll, I'll be so real. I think Ryan Garcia is going to handle him. Um, yeah. Fortuna, no, 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 not Fortuna. Good fighter. Mm. Very solid fighter. Small, though. Very yeah. small. Especially compared to Ryan, who is a big, big... <coughs> um, well, he's like the lightweights, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. Ryan Garcia is a big lightweight, in fact, yeah. one of the biggest in the division. Fortuna, I know he spent a lot of campaigning in the weight class below before moving on to lightweight. But overall, he's small. He's about 5'6", a lot smaller reach. Garcia's just got much bigger dimensions, bigger puncher. Um, yeah, man, I, I could see Ryan Garcia, if, if it's Ryan Garcia that's serious and it's on his A game, mm-hmm. I see him beating up Javier Fortuna unfortunately, and it not being as competitive as, I guess, what people would like. So, yeah, you're right. It's not a step forward at all. Um, in fact, it's a step down from Luke Campbell, who obviously saw, we saw Ryan Garcia fight and get dropped by, etc. It's a step down, oh. in my opinion. Fortuna is, is not as good as Campbell, in my eyes. So, yeah, I'm not massively like Overall, at all, but yeah, if I chose an opponent or this fight, so I expect a Ryan Garcia W, a comfy Ryan Garcia W, and it would then be the usual uh, call out. Who, who, who's he? He said he wants Tank and he wants, yeah, it's Tank that he wants. So we know that's never happening. So he's calling out Tank for yeah. no reason because we know it's never ever going to happen right now. Um, yeah, they'll, they'll, they'll probably mention Haney. He'll probably say, yeah, you know, maybe he'll probably, he'll probably allude to the fact that, you know, he wants it, but. We, we, I don't know if he wants it or, or maybe not if he doesn't want it I don't know if Oscar wants it because <laughs> you can't forget it's all Oscar really so um, yeah Oscar pump fakes like he wants it definitely pump fakes like he wants to make it happen but yeah I think Ryan Garcia, Ryan Garcia wants to fight Tank yeah um, but yeah Oscar definitely doesn't I, I want Garcia to fight. I said, that, I said it before with these lightweights. I just want them all in the mix. We said it. We said it. We said it for more than two years now, ain't we, Flo? So, I just want Garcia to be in the mix with these other guys and fight these other men. Simple. And but it's not just Garcia. The podcast is top of Garcia. It's the rest of these guys. Apart from Haney, David Haney excluded because he's gone and done what he's done had to do, and he's oh. top of the top. You know, king of the ring now, top of top of the charts. But the rest of them, Loma, Tank, um, Garcia. Fight each other, man. Let's get it on. Let's get it on. Simple. Uh, the Javier Fortuna's and the uh, Uzabara Tank beat uh, Rollies, Rolly Romero's. It's not, it's not going to cut the mustard at this level. <laughs> it's not. It's not. Simple yeah. as. I mean, 
Ryan Garcia was interim title for the WBC. So he, yeah, mandatory for Devin Haney. And obviously, he took a break from boxing due to um, personal reasons, personal reasons whatever. Yeah. Um, and he's back fighting at a level which, well, I guess he needs to go back into it. Tango Fortuna seems like a, a slight step up in, in warm-up levels mm-hmm. before operating at the level he should be at, which is against these other big men. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I expect him to win. Mm. expect him to do his thing. He needs to look impressive again. Yeah. Because, once again, we have to judge these fighters by the work they, they're putting in in the ring. So Fight by fight. Yeah. Fight by fight. Oh, yeah. We're judging yeah. them fight by fight because everyone's, until they fight each other, everyone's going to be pitting them against each other. We're adjusting the rankings and whatnot. Absolutely. So, so he needs to really put his name in, in that hat again and make people put some respect to his name. Yeah. I don't think Fortune is the guy to do it against, but yeah, boxing fans, they've got such a fan base now that people ride off whatever they do in yeah. terms of wins. So, like we said, Rory, the Rory Romero's and whatnot aren't the level we want to be seeing, but yeah, you'll get credit for beating them if, if you beat them well. So, he needs to win his fight well. Yeah. Um, do his thing. Realistically, what is the most, out of all of them, what is the most realistic opponent out, out of the names we mentioned in that in that lightweight division? We've already ruled that tank and said that's highly unrealistic and probably not going to happen anytime soon or ever even, which is a shame. But out of Haney um, and uh, Loma, which one of these, which one of those two do you think can actually be made for Ryan? You know, I was I would have said Haney before, but even when Haney was on the zone, it didn't happen. So I don't mm-hmm. even know. <laughs> um yeah <laughs> Loma's on top rank so we know Oscar doesn't like his guys we, we, yeah I none of, it's so sad none of them seem realistic I'm none just like shaking my head <laughs> that is so peak man funny enough I think Tank's the most realistic that's how I really <laughs> that's insane that that's how realistic in like the near future like this year even next year I don't see any of them happening Purely because, what's it, Devin Haney's tied to a rematch, then they're going to make the Loma Haney fight after. Like, we, we see that path already. Yeah. Um, Tank, they're going to keep feeding him what they're feeding him. Garcia, I don't know what's happening. Yeah, keeping it in-house. So, <laughs> I think, so it makes me think, from a business point of view, the one that makes the most money is Ryan Garcia, Tank. Yeah. That might be the most likely. That that the thing is that makes a lot of money. The fact that makes more money than Garcia Haney or Garcia Loma. Yeah. That Thanks. makes hella hella pee. Yeah, that's that's selling out. Yeah, that's doing big numbers. Pay per view as well. Yeah, and that's the only reason why you might think okay, that's a reason for it to happen. Mm. But it's not going to happen anytime soon. <laughs> so yeah, we just keep seeing these guys. What what, what a jarring what, what a jarring division and tweet each other all the time. But not not put actually you know not not get into it. Mm. And it's a crying shame because what's it called? Recently we've had the announcements of um, Marshall Shields, um, yeah. Bam Gardner, Mayer, yeah. three of the f- most highly anticipated female fights all happening yeah. in the same year. Yeah, They're running it immediately on the same cards. <laughs> we running it active on Twitter, active in, in real life, and then yeah. Uh, most highly anticipated uh, men's fights. 
not even close. Not even close to me, brother. <laughs> we we still haven't got a Spence Crawford announcement. <laughs> just saying, just, all I've seen is tweets from each other. That's all just tweets, random yeah. people tweeting. We still ain't got that tweeting. Yeah. And then we've got Tyson Fury saying he's retired, saying he doesn't yeah. care about money. Then he says he wants half a billion. Then he's saying he'll fight for free. <laughs> then he's saying he's retired. Then, oh. Yeah. 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 Is. The, the men are lacking, slacking still. Um, yeah, these lightweights have been slacking for a while. We've, I've called them, I've called them out many times. You know what, Flores, if I let 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 these guys keep playing, keep playing, it's cool. Shakur's coming to clean you guys up anyway. So <laughs> that's me. Shakur's coming, Shakur's coming to clean you guys' clock. So it's they're gonna duck him, they're gonna duck him. You too, might not, so. you might not on borrowed time. He's Shakur's coming. <laughs> they're, they're uh, ducking all that smoke, man. <laughs> Apart from Haney, I think Haney, Haney will happily fight him. Yeah, they're boys Haney. as well, but yeah. Okay. Haney's on, yeah. Haney's with it. I'll give him that. Yeah, we'd be pulling up to guys. And, this guy was a champion, and people would die. <laughs> Why don't you? And, and uh, <laughs> I'll never, I'll never forget that. I'll never forget. But, but I said, you, bro, you know you're my manager, right? <laughs> we have to do is request, and they'll make the fight. <laughs> How could the guy say, "Why you request?" But, I, I'll never forget. I'll never forget flows. I I collapsed when I saw that man. It's so funny. It's not funny that it's is. Funny. Imagine she saying the should request to fight them. Oh, and speaking Can't of get the door for your shot. Yeah, for real, man. Hey, man, we're losing recipes. <laughs> <laughs> the men are losing recipes, man. We used to go to war. <laughs> <laughs> um, and on that, before I close as well, um, surely. I keep saying this, I keep thinking it because you keep reminding me every time you say that Haney's locked into another rebatch or whatever. Surely it's not going to happen. Surely, <laughs> obviously, I haven't heard any word of it since the fight, but surely it can't happen. For why, man? Yeah, Cambosius definitely wants it, but business-wise, yeah. I don't know how they're going to slang that rematch. Yeah, man. You have to come up with some fake backstory or something. Or yeah, injury, <laughs> injury or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're gonna have to do something because, because yeah, it's such a comprehensive defeat. Uh, I, I don't know, man. We'll see. We'll see how that one plays out. It just seems to be a bit of a hold up, though, because mm. I feel like we could get the Lomachenko fight now. Like, what they might do is if they could try slang step aside. So yeah. even then, like, ah, oh, make Loma pay me, then the winner faces Cambosis, maybe. Yeah, but even then. Yeah, that's unlikely because yeah, you're down, you're down the picking order regardless. Now. Yeah, <laughs> you better hold on to that rematch. We'll see. Oh, uh, cool. Let's um, yeah, let's leave it there, Flores. Um, another quick comprehensive roundup. Um, yeah, shout out to Derek. You got that W. Not a lot of people are happy to see him get that W. It's good to see him win again. Because I think four back-to-back losses would have been a bit peak for people to slang him staying active and whatnot, but. Now that he's got his W, I can set him back a couple, you know, give him back some time anyways. Um, but yeah, man, this has been episode 98 of the Structures and Podcast. Once again, I've been your boy Cam. I'm your boy Flows. And as always, peace, continue to support. Keep it locked. Peace. <laughs>